Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We are in season four, episode four of Gotham, and this week, Bruce learns consequences, Sophia is a boss bitch, and Penguin gets revenge? Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Since Zach and I are taking over, it's Kanye. Yes! <laughs> what? I love Kanye, and I love this song. And Sophia stretched her hands this week, yes. pulled some tricks. It's kind of amazing. We're playing Kanye every week. <laughs> like, that's it. That's it. Be so we're taking upset. over the jam. Steve's not here, so we're taking over the jams. <laughs> we're taking over. I do appreciate being on Booty Pop a little bit before we start the show. Just oh, gets the energy yeah. oh, up, you oh, know? It's oh, like, it's happening. Yeah. I'm about it. Yes. Uh, Channeling Sophia right now. Yes, totally. Being boss bitches. Uh, it's just me and Zach in the studio today, so we're going to have the chat up. Uh, we want your input. Tell us what you thought of the show. What's going on? I see a lot of familiar faces in there. Hi, Billy yeah. Jean Girl. Queen Forrest. He's a B. Lou. Uh, I'm sure Ivan is hanging out in there somewhere. Uh, we love all of you guys. Star Drew. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Um, so, yeah. So, Zach, where can the people find you? Everybody can find me at Just Plain Zach. I keep it simple. Z-A-C-K, just plain Zach, all over the place. Love it. Twitter, Instagram, make it easy for people. The best. I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Wow, Demon's Head. We get into some real... I know they're saying racial on the show. I know it bothers some of you that I (laughs) refuse to say it. It hurts my ears, guys. My mouth doesn't like saying the words. It's awful. It's not sexy. At all. So I'm going to stick with Raj. We established that rule last week. If you're new, that's what we're doing. I'm sorry about it. Um, It's happening. But yeah, let's just dive into the core story. Mm -hmm. Bruce has the knife. He won it. He earned it. And now he's given it to a doctor <laughs> to examine. I mean, I called that early on. I was like, he cannot yeah. get, like, you can't trust anybody with the knife. Like, once it goes out of Bruce's hands, like, you know, you know Rache is coming for it. Rush. Rush. <laughs> I really appreciate the detail that's gone into secondary characters. We only have yes. for a few minutes this season, though. Uh, I could not find the doctor in any of the Wikipedias or no yeah. DC, we, nothing. Um, so I knew he was going to die. I was like, okay, yeah. well, you're not important. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he, he examined the knife. He translates really fast. He was like, give me that book so I can translate it. Got it. Here's what I was yeah. like, wow, sir. Speedy. Speed. Yeah. That's why you picked the good doctor. He knows what's <laughs> up. Uh, so he uh, uses his grandson. They break it down. And then, of course, uh, Ray stretches out his hand. And yes. he's like, I need that knife for world domination, I and, guess. And we kind of sort of find out why he needs the knife. Yeah, to, like totally. rebuild his empire. So at least we know why it's so important to him. It's not just like, you know, sentimental value. Definitely. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the grandson who I appreciated a lot. Alex, Alex is really cute. Um, I really liked the way he was trying to connect with Bruce like yes. he was a kid. And then he was like, oh, this is not a child. Yeah. He's like, sorry, Master Wayne, you're doing it. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> Masterly. I, yeah. I love that. Uh, I really appreciated his falling in line and respecting of Bruce and Batman and all his power. Um, I also like that Bruce is able to exert that kind of power this early yeah. in his young life. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, I know. He's like putting millennials to shame right now. <laughs> He's like, I'm not just a lazy millennial. I don't need to be on Snapchat all day. I'm trying to run Gotham. He doesn't even need to go to school. So he's really on some next level stuff. But I'm kind of looking for... So Alex... I did finish Alex's storyline. Alex uh, watches his grandpa die. Mm -hmm. Pretty horrifically. Awful. But is smart enough to get the hell out of Dodge. Runs to the library to hide. He leaves the knife at the museum. Yes. Again, smart this kid. He's like, look, if I don't have it, maybe don't kill me. Um, Yeah, he's like, if I hide, then he maybe didn't see my face, and I'm just going to keep out of sight and not go to the cops, because then they'll find me. Like, he was pretty on point. He was like six steps ahead of where I would have been, which is like, holy crap, what is happening? I know. I would have been hiding in the closet, waiting for the cops, like, waiting for Jim Gordon to come and save me. Uh, Yeah, because that's a pretty okay ending, really. Jim Gordon, I'm in here. (laughs) Come find me. <laughs> oh man, yeah, R.I.P. Uh, Alex. I feel you, Billy Jean. We're getting there. Yeah. Um. So, at to, okay, that's Alex's story so far. Mm-hmm. Let's go back uh, to Barbara Gordon. I love her hair this season or this episode. It is so because he didn't like the bob when she first. I came didn't out. like the bob, I but I like that. it now. I'm really attracted to girls with a high like. Women in power have bobs, guys. Girls with power, bobs. They're amazing. Um. <laughs> Barbara's got power now. It's really cool to see her doing that, except maybe not so much power. She's really under Raj's thumb, and it bothers me. I know. She's normally, like, lead boss, and now she's secondary, and she's kind of just assuming this role, and she's not um, stepping up to the plate the way that I would have expected her to. I understand. Look, she's financially unstable. Uh, Raj has so much power. If he says you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. Um, And she has no friends, really. Where's Selena? And but she kind of pissed off Selena the last time they talked. You know, Tabitha. she was like, "You didn't do the thing." Tabitha doesn't really forgive her, even though she didn't cut off her hand. She doesn't really have anybody who's like, "I ride or die for this chick." And that's kind of what Barbara needs because she she can fight now, which we saw mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. So maybe that's a little bit of a game changer. But she's going through like an adjustment period. I feel. Yeah, she's going through like a, a midlife crisis. She's trying to find her identity again. She's, like, alive again. And she's like, I don't even know who I am now. It's true. It's like life after 40. I feel that. Yeah. Feel th- she's like, truly. I just got divorced. I don't know what happened. My, like, left leg was chopped <laughs> off. And now I'm trying to learn how to walk again. Yes. So uh, she needs him as kind of, like, that stability. But he's also kind of abusive in nature. He's definitely not letting her he's run her, her rebound. Show. Also true. Uh, and he brought a human dog into her house, which would definitely be a deal breaker for me. Can you deal with the human dog? <laughs> no, I didn't like that. I he like he was either. like very creepy. It was it. It's I liked weird when he see. jumped out the window. I <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> when Bruce was like, uh, "You yo, you like the bone? You're dumb. Go boom out of here. Gone. Peace. Uh, yeah, I don't like watching people subjugate themselves. It's like uncomfortable, and yeah. then to be at that level of like." Subjugation where it's like, okay, and you can kill a kid. It's really weird. Uh, but I guess it creepy. kind of works for Raj. I mean, if anyone's going to have a human-dog hybrid thing, it would, it would be, be him. him. Yeah, totally. So I bought it. Uh, weird dog handler, too. That guy was... I feel like I didn't know enough about that guy, No, though. he, like, didn't talk. He didn't really do it. He just kind of, like, shadowed over and would, like, do a couple of, you know, fight moves. And then he was... 
He was the muscle. Nothing, yeah. I get it, but I feel like we could have done a little something more with his character. Yeah. Uh, but those guys are on the hunt for Alex. They eventually meet at the library. Going back, uh, Bruce leaves his knife, even though he knows it's dangerous, um, and meets up with Gordon. Is like, I'm ready to play detective. <laughs> and Gordon is like, that's so cute. You're a child. But I feel like Bruce wants to have this really powerful energy where it's like, okay, so like Raj was telling the story, he's like, mm-hmm. the best liar I ever knew was this woman in China. And it wasn't the fact that she could lie well. You knew she was lying, but you wanted to believe her. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bruce has a similar power where yeah. it's like, I know you shouldn't be here, but you just seem so confident. <sighs> Try it, I guess. I mean, he's trying. He's really trying to push his weight here. And I'm... I'm a little conflicted. I don't know if I like it or I still kind of... He has, like, that baby face, so I'm still kind of like, you know, he's baby Batman. He's baby Bruce. But he's still, like, you know, coming into his big boy Batman. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm in that adjustment period. He's, like, in that awkward teenage phase where... It's weird, too. You know what? That's a perfect way to describe it because to like, sometimes he does things so well and sometimes he does things so poorly that yeah. you're like, I know this is part of the learning process, but bro, like, you could die. Like, your learning process has a giant grading curve. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, be careful. Like, for example, you were able to sneak up on Gordon. Not an easy task. No. Uh, but then, you know, you couldn't save Alex. Yeah, he puts himself in, like, a lot of situations where he could potentially, like, die. Yeah, um, I think he likes you know, it. Yeah, I think he likes it too, but at some point, like, I like a little excitement and a little danger, but at some point, like, I know my limits. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Bruce lost those in the alley. Um, <laughs> dark. Uh, how did you feel about the library fight scene? I thought it was pretty well choreographed, and I yes. enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, it gave me, like, that little action hit that I that I liked. Yeah, uh, particularly as Gordon and Batman start working together. What I'll be really interested to see if the show tackles, like, even the smallest baby jump into the future. I hope so. Bruce is, like, you know, full-fledged Batman. Because it's pretty canonical that Gordon doesn't know who the man behind Batman is. That's a really huge part of their relationship. It's why Gordon's able to let him continue to be the Cape Crusader. He's like, look, it doesn't matter who you are. Your presence makes our city better. But here you could go, like, it's an alternate universe, alternate timeline, however you want to look at it. And so you could potentially have a Gordon who knows who Batman is, and then how will that affect how he calls shots that, and things? Do you think really Gordon okay, would be okay with that? I feel like Gordon would not be okay knowing that Bruce is Batman and allowing him to go out and do what he does. Okay, so if Gordon found out that Bruce was Batman at, like, you know, 22 when he's, like, a fresh, like, some of us have a headline of when Batman becomes Batman. Mine is Bruce starts fighting crime seriously um, at about 22, cause, but he's training After beforehand. After he gets, like, the, the, the binge drinking out and he's, you know, yeah, has like, party days done. Well, because his version of party days, if you guys have ever read, like, Batman Year Zero, zero Year, uh, like, it's going down to Mexico and racing cars <laughs> with the guy, the greatest car driver in the world and then getting that guy arrested because justice, but learning the skills <laughs> and taking off. Like, that, I really want a series of Bruce between, like, ages... Mm, I imagine he leaves, like, the manor at, like, 16, 17-ish. Um, and How then, old is he now-ish? In the show? Yeah. I believe he's, like, 14, 15. No, he's 16. We have this discussion every season. I swear people are going <laughs> to jump through the TV one day and just destroy me. I'm pretty sure he's 16 or 17 right now. He hasn't had a birthday on the show, so maybe still 16. Um, but this is about the age I always picture him leaving is, like, you know, sophomore, junior year of high school. Like, yeah. screw it. I don't need it. I'm out. Um and then later he goes to college. But it's all on his own terms. Uh, <laughs> I say all of this to say I really am curious about a Gordon 
who knows Batman. I think that the way this show has established their relationship, that's an eventual reality for Gordon. I don't think he could predict it now. But I think if he runs into Bruce, you know, he got, like Bruce leaves the city, comes back to Gotham, is Batman. I think he notices immediately. And I think he's excited by the idea because Gordon likes his protégés. He likes, he loves his, like, you know, deputy cops and his next in lines. He's, he's yeah, old school that way. That would be a fun twist. I would really appreciate that. I know. I want, I hope they get to, like, show us a little bit of Batman. Me too. Just I a have a feeling bit. it's going to end on, like, the scene where he becomes Batman, but I'm hoping that we get to see a little, oh, Bruce is 15. Yes. Okay. 15 or 16. Look, okay. What, okay. Why uh, Bruce needs a timeout. Bruce might need Bruce a little bit of a timeout. Bruce Alfred, needs, like, a little more, dis- like, Alfred needs to, like, tame that just a little bit. Alfred is not a disciplinarian. He's the kind of, he's like a helicopter parent of, like, okay, you're going to go, you're, it's going to be great. I taught you everything you need to know. Oh, God, danger. Danger! Get out! You're yeah, like, yeah, what did you yeah. teach me these skills for if not to use to them? To actually allow him to jump out of the nest and try to fly. Yeah, and then every time Bruce is like, puts out a sad face, Alfred's like, I love you! And then there's hugs, which is all great, but I also <laughs> feel like, I don't feel like it's a job Alfred can do. I feel like it's something that, you know, Gordon, other daddy, needs to be doing. Yeah. Of being like, no, what are you doing? I already told you. Which we see a little bit this episode. Yeah. Um, I, it's why I kind of really appreciate I always picture them as, like, Bruce's dads. Because um, it makes the most sense to me. Aww. Based on the structure of the show. Not that there's anything romantic between them. I just think they co-parent yeah, yeah, yeah. well. We're not shipping them. No. Um, although, if you wanted to send me your fan fiction, I would read <laughs> it. Um, but uh, I feel strongly that... Gordon was like, okay, well, you know, if Alfred's going to be out here teaching you, like, military tactics, I'll teach you police tactics. Yeah. You know, See, here's and how then they could in- really set up Batman. Exactly. Detective is teaching him this episode, which was fun. Yeah, because he got to, got to the play library. detectives, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, which was kind of cool. I like seeing Bruce switch in t- from, like, military-style tactics to, to yeah, detective my brain. Mode. Yeah. Definitely. I liked that. I liked the way that he worked with Alex and how he... I like the scene when uh, they're outside in the alley and uh, Gordon's telling him, like, okay, now channel your inner detective and help us find Alex. And he's, like, thinking back and retracing all of his steps and, and you know, was able to figure out, oh, yeah, he's at the library. I like that, too. Um, then, okay, so then Bruce confronts Barbara in a really yes. weird kind of emotional space. What I like about Barbara is no one likes her, but also no one wants to really see her hurt. I love Barbara. I I adore Barbara, but she's people on the show don't really they don't like, like Barbara. Her. I don't know why. Like they need to give her the respect that she's earned. <laughs> uh, Barbara has cost a lot of people pain and money and killed a lot of people. Yeah, I get why they don't head. like. Barbara. I mean, I can understand it to a degree, mm-hmm. but you know, there's like the whole forgiveness thing, like. You know, but she kills your cousin. You know, she kills your cousin. Like, we make amends and we move oh on. Oh, my goodness. She's born again. Oh, boy. <laughs> I just don't see it for Barbara that way. Like, I love her. I believe that there is, I want to say a good side, but a side that could operate under a Carmine Falcone yes. run like Gotham. Like, she could play her part. She could own her club. Mm. She could sell, like, like, I just feel like Barbara could have a good criminal so. underground life in Gotham. And oddly, I really want that for her. Um... And it seems Bruce doesn't want her to die. He's like, look, you don't know what you've gotten yourself into. It's dangerous. I, of course, laugh because Barbara like, always knows what she's getting herself right? into. And I like how he kind of came into this episode like, none of you guys know what you're doing, but I know what I'm doing. Me, a right you know, 15. I, I've got this whole situation figured out. None of you, you know, Barbara, who's like a mastermind, a criminal mastermind. And then we have Gordon, who's like, 
you know, Mr. Detective who cracks down all of these mm. guys and he's just like, no, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Listen to me. I'm I'm the guiding post. Foolishness. Uh, so then, of course, uh, Rach visits Gordon at the police uh, station. It goes well for a minute. You see Gordon back in detective mode himself. We've seen Gordon. Did he know that it was Rache at the beginning? I think so, yeah. Because okay. he, he said, Rache says his name. He's like, yeah, that's oh, where yeah. I'm from. He's like, yeah, that's in the Himalayas. Uh, and he's, you know, they're doing that coded speak of like, so I know that you're bad, but I don't want that kid to die. Yes. Okay, well, uh, kids don't have to die. I've seen my knife. Yeah. And then hot-headed Alfred. Alfred, what the hell? You're acting a lot like there Bruce, were a lo- okay? There Who were a lot of high here? emotions this episode. <laughs> it was really, people were fevered. There were, yeah, exactly. There were, like, emotions that needed to come out. There was, like, some astrology stuff happening. To be fair, he did kill episode. Alfred. So I understand why Alfred was like, look, I get at least I one free thing on I mean, but he came back to life. Like, he wasn't dead forever. Exactly. Like, we fixed the problem. Like, yeah. It's time to move on. No. Like, I wronged you, but I, I made it right. <laughs> um, so he blows that. Uh, Raj gets away. Gordon's kind of pissed. He's like, look, you got to stay here now. You weren't honest with me. Which, again, co-parenting. You got to be honest with the co-parent. You got to know what's going on with the kid or we can't help. Kid gets in trouble. Like, Bruce does at the museum mm-hmm. with the kid. Alex. Alex. It, uh... Yeah, I like the bonding moment between Bruce and Alex. We don't get to see Bruce interact yeah, with a lot of he, uh, mentally he, healthy children. What did he say? He's wild. He's weirdly cool. Yes. Yeah. He's I like, like, you're weird, but you're cool. You're weirdly cool. It was a little corny, but I loved it. It warmed my heart a bit. Um, I like that Alex gets some courage from Bruce when yeah. Anubis and his handler find them. Until he dies. Yeah, well, he's able to stab the dude with a shard of glass, yeah. you know, he holds his own, he doesn't uh, cave to fear again, which is nice, and that's sort of what Batman's all about. That's his yeah. main goal, is kind of spreading hope and catching the baddies, so... It was a tragically victorious yeah. kind of yeah. parting. I want to get into that decision-making moment, because this, to me, is huge. So, comic book Batman does not kill. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's his whole thing. He saw his parents die. He doesn't want that to happen in the world anymore. He believes everyone, even the Joker, can be rehabilitated. This is his thought process. DCU, movie cinematic universe for DC, uh, Batman will shoot a gun at people. Not really worried about it. That's his whole thing. It's interesting to me, because I've been wanting to see where our Batman here in Gotham would fall on that scale. I think it's... Interesting and right that Batman feel responsible for someone's death because oftentimes they'll be like, oh, Batman dropped a guy from a height of 20 feet and he didn't die because he knew just how to do it. Or he punched him to near unconsciousness, but there's no brain damage because he knew exactly how hard to hit the guy. Like his math and skill is that great. Now, in a comic book, it's really cool because a lot of times they'll justify it. Sometimes it's comic book science, sometimes sexual science. Um, And it's really fun. Um, But it's... At some point, Batman is indirectly responsible for someone's death. You don't fight this much crime, get involved in this many uh, incidences without that happening. And so I like that we're facing that head on here. Yeah. Do you think that this is like a way of, you know, the fact that he indirectly was kind of the reason Alex was killed? Do you think that's going to help set the tone for him to really be against murder and killing people? You know, where he kind of sees the impact that his actions have, and now he decides that this is just not for him. I was curious as to where we were going to go with that, because in the previews, just a little bit ahead, uh, in the preview for next week, they do say that, like, oh, Bruce is going to go kill uh, Rache if we're not careful, or he's going to try. Um, I'm excited to see where it falls. To me, 
almost all options are at least intriguing for the character. Yeah. I think if, you know, if I were going to write it based off, you know, my preferences for Batman, I'd probably go with your storyline of like, you know, he gets close, but he in some way sees the value of life and and doesn't want to do that. Or, or God forbid does and just isn't successful and has that feeling of like, Oh my God, I almost killed a person. Yeah. Um, so maybe along those lines, definitely. Yeah, I think it's definitely that was like a pivotal moment that's going to set the tone for mm. for Batman, Batman. Yeah. Uh, before we dive into our B story this week, which is the Riddler and Penguin, uh, we're going to tell you about a new show on the CW. Mm-hmm. Mondays, the Charlie Whiskey Ta- Television Network, the CW, brings you to the front line of drama with the new military series Valor. Two special ops army helicopter, two special, whoa, breaking boundaries and defying all expectations. Their bravery in the face of impossible odds earned them the distinguished flying cross for valor. But together they are finding that truth is the first casualty of war. During their last mission, something went wrong, something no one is talking about. And when they went into the combat zone, not everyone came home. So now they have secrets, but they're also patriots and refuse to leave any man behind. What would you do if you had to break the rules to do what's right? Would you stay grounded and step in line or go to any lengths to learn the truth? They share secrets, go on clandestine missions, risk life and limb with only each other to depend on. How close would you, would you get to the only person who really knows you? It's the explosive new drama that pushes the boundaries between military discipline and human nature. The new series that's right on target. Valor. New episodes Monday at 9, 8 central after all new episodes of Supergirl only on Charlie Whiskey, the CW. Definitely check out Valor. Yes. Drama. Drama, drama and action. And CW has had like really stellar uh, shows like for the past like maybe ever, but really strong for the last three years. Yeah, there's been like a nice interesting tone and a a mix of different um, shows that they've added. They're not all just 90210. Absolutely. Let's dive into the Riddler. Yes. Uh, Who is I feel so bad for him. Still has a frozen brain. It's not looking good for him. But he thought he had it figured out and he was like, I got a good riddle. It only took me six hours. I got this. (laughs) How relatable is that story of like, oh, I worked so hard. This is shit. Right? (laughs) You're like, but I put everything into it and it was supposed to be good. And then it's like, "Mm." no. Uh, I like that he sent the wrapping. Uh, guys, I loved the rappers. They were kind of perfect, but I also thought it showed a little bit of the old Riddler, too. Yeah. Like, he knows how to push Edward's button still, even if he's maybe not as intelligent as he used to be. Uh, His emotional intelligence not waned, uh, which to me says that there's hope for that other intelligence to come back. I hope so. I don't like this limp Riddler. I need him to be fully erect again. I need him to at least develop uh, a new way of coping. Like, yeah. if you, if your intelligence isn't going to come back right away, like, start hitting the gym or, like, find another, like, partner or start at least plotting how to take down Penguin instead of this, like, direct running into a wall thing. Um, I think it'll be interesting with the way the Penguin left the Riddler, which is essentially, hey, I'm not going to kill you. But because uh, this is torture enough, yeah. So, which is dumb, Penguin? I mean, really? Well, I thought if he would have frozen him again, that would have been really dumb. That also would have been dumb. I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not advocating that we have him frozen again. But I also think it's dumb to leave him alive 
purposefully. Like, I get why his ego is so huge. He's like, yeah. haha, you're dumb now, and this is great, and I can laugh at you. He's going to be like his court jester, I imagine, right. like every right. time he passes him in the streets. Like, haha, there's that loser. Uh, <laughs> but I, I also think that, you know, Carmine Falcone might have just dropped bodies. Like, he might have just been like, you know what? No, we don't have time for that. Um, even, like, because Sophia was saying, like, look, sometimes there's a time for allegiance. Edward Nigma's never going to be on your side. Yeah. Or if he isn't, you guys are going to have to go through a roller coaster of events and emotions to get right. there that may probably prove not to be worth it anyway. If I were him, I'd eight, like ask him right away. What about you? I think, yeah, I think that would have been the smart thing to do, to just get rid of him, you know, to have your fun, laugh at it, and just be done with it without... Because I think if you leave him around, then he could very likely become the old Riddler that he was, and then it brings back this dynamic. Unless, you know, Penguin wants that. Maybe that turns him on. He's like, you know, I he like He does this. need a good uh, arch villain. Yes. So that makes sense to me. Batman's not around yet. Um, somebody was saying... Sardrew, that sounds cool. Like, somewhat Joel is weirdly cool. Thank you. I really appreciate it. That's a super great compliment. Uh, and then someone asked, how will Edward Nigma get his brain back? Uh, that's from Jameson Mirror Domains. Uh, how will Edward get his brain back? Slowly. I kind of imagine that it'll be... Something's going to spark it. You think it'll be a spark, or will it be, like, an education? I wouldn't mind seeing him go back to the GCPD, I'm not going to lie. Oh, I didn't even think of that. I would really like to see him go back to the GCPD and, like, just kind of hide in the background and kind of tinker his way back to intelligence. Yeah, Yeah, like, like, instead of six hours, like, taking, like, three months. Like, the rest of the season is just a slow burn for Riddler of him, like, piecing himself back together and figuring out a way to really take Penguin down. That would be exciting to watch. Yeah, I'm rooting for the Riddler getting it back together and kind of coming back the same old Riddler that he was before. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. Most definitely. Uh... Yeah, that kind of wraps up that. The only other thing we have to talk about is Sophia. Sophia. Who's our girl? What? Mm-hmm. I love her. Um, I love her style. I love how cool she is. But also, okay, so questions. Does Sophia actually care? We about- see her cry about anything. Because, like, at first, at, when we first were introduced to her and she was wearing the cool, like, Lady Godfather outfits and I was mm-hmm. like, dope. Um, I thought, oh, here's a girl who's just so cool. Like, she does not care about anything or anyone. She has a goal and she's marching forward. Today, when we see the henchmen come bend the knee, a couple of things happen. One, that, per- <clears throat> that performance is so solid that it leaves Penguin unable to touch her, really. Yeah. I mean, he could have killed her if he wanted to, but it wouldn't have made a lot of sense. You don't want to piss off Carmine for yeah. nothing. Um, so she, it seemed like she played that hand well. But as she's hearing the guys get shot in the other room, we see a single tear roll down her face. And I... I didn't think that she had. I didn't think she I cared. I think she's a sociopath. Oh, explain. I think she is. This is all an act, and she's trying to. I think she came with the game plan. She does want to take over Gotham. She wants to bring Penguin down. She said it last week. She said that that Gotham is her birthright. She's not here for charity. I don't think anybody That's buys true. that. I think she's got a game plan. I think she doesn't care about anything. I mean, come on. If you're going to care, you're going to care that this guy killed your brother. You're not going to start making out with him and, you know, banging him in the bathroom. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe. He's Gordon. <laughs> he's hot. They did end up hooking up at the end of the scene. Uh, 
Benjamin Slade's and Sophia's that was the cheesiest fake. scene, love scene. Oh God, yeah. I just feel like he's too in love with his wife now to do a good love yeah. scene. He's like, I found the one. Um, sorry, Benjamin Slade's and Sophia is a cold-hearted snake. Uh oh, she's telling lies. Maybe. Yep, I agree. I, I totally see that. I could totally see her flipping the script on Gordon. Although, again, Gordon in, the, in many comic books has a very good relationship with Falcone. Because he does understand, like, if we work together, then we can create some kind of order. Right. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I love that Gordon just gives in to lusty feelings. Like, when it was with <laughs> Vicky Vale, who's still my number Every one hookup time. for Gordon, uh, it, he was just, like, drunk and delirious. He's like, I can't. Uh, when it was, um, oh, my gosh. What is her name? Main chick that he was with. Lee. Lee. When he's with Lee, it's like... Like, it's kind of, like, all just raw passion, you know? Like, oh, my gosh, I love this girl. I have to be with her. Um, When he was with Barbara, it was all about, like, image and ego. Mm -hmm. With her, it's just, like, sex. Yeah. It is just pure, like, I have that. I hate it. I hate it, and I want it at the same time. Uh, That's going to implode quickly. If that lasts three episodes, shocked. Shocked I will be. (laughs) Really? Yes. I like this kind of dynamic. Like, uh... I I like that he picks the girls that he, like, we all know it's never going to work out. We it's all know true. it's the bad girl. Yeah. But, like, something about, like, his heart is just so pure that, like, you just kind of want him to hope the bad girl turns good just for him. Just for him. Change their whole style. That's not how it works. Um, <laughs> no, if you're dating a bad person, you need love. to know that they're going to continue love to be bad. And you're end, not going to change them. No. Um, <laughs> not in Gotham. <laughs> not anywhere. Uh, love is work. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of curious to see if Gordon could ever get back together with Barbara. Ooh. seeing them back together in the room and again they end up together in the comic book world now we know this is different I'm just referencing the different places we've that seen that would be an interesting dynamic yes I feel like he likes that that friction he if likes you, when he has that banter with a girl if you look at all the girls he's dated there's a little bit of all of them there's a in lot of Barbara. friction yep like there's uh, that quick kind of wit that Lee had is definitely in Barbara that kind of animal magnetism I didn't like Lee you're not the only one. I love Lee. Because I, I think Lee, Lee, if if Gordon was able to ever walk away from Gotham, he would have had that perfect life with Lee. With Lee, Like, yeah. if he could have said, you know what? This is not a healthy space I for me to be in. I think that's what I didn't like about her. She was too clean for him. She was too... Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, they could have actually, like, lasted and it would have been, like, a nice, more fairy book mm. ending where I like the... The tension and the friction and the, I don't want to sleep with you, but I'm just going to do it anyway in front of this fireplace. They were de- I like the scenery. Um, <laughs> they were definitely always causing each other pain. Like, yeah. there were good moments, but I feel like the bad outweighed the good to the point where yeah. it was difficult it was to much. root for them after a while. It's like, she had to move out of the city, bro. Like, that's a, a difficult breakup. And you're like, you know what? Can't be in the same state anymore. Yeah. Gotta go. Um, so it'll be interesting. I wonder, is the chat saying anything about Gordon getting back together with Barbara? Because I'm curious. I'm happy Nygma didn't get frozen again. Me too. Uh, with the dress she was wearing, it wasn't her heart that was pure. (laughs) 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 No, she wanted the D. Uh, (laughs) well, Leah's his real life wife girlfriend last I checked. Yeah, no, totally. Um, 
If you guys have opinions about them getting back together, Barbara and Gordon, you could share them because I am curious how you guys think Yeah, what do it. you guys think about that? Um, I, I'm rooting for it. Me too. Uh, I'll let you guys think about that as we move into predictions. 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 Yeah. Yay. Yay. Now, lights. you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I feel like lights have gotten so much brighter. I know. And maybe it's just the particular no, they studio are and it's just my eyes. Wow. Um, Boom. What do you think Bruce is going to do? We touched a little bit on it, but let's just get definitive answers. Does Bruce go after Raja Ghoul to kill him next week? Yes or no? Yes. I think Raj killing Alex really pissed off Bruce. It, like, set the mode for him to really go in charge. I think anything but it could happen, but because there's only two of us, I'm going to make the devil's argument and say, no, he doesn't, because I just think Bruce Wayne... A Bruce Wayne that kills doesn't make a lot of sense to me, or even with the desire to kill. Now, he's a human, he's flawed, he could fluctuate back and forth. I'm kind of hoping we don't see him. I hope that Alfred is wildly over-exaggerating in the trailer and is kind of freaking out doing his helicopter parent thing. I think the fact that, I mean, it's one thing to feel like you have your hand in a murder, and it's another thing to feel like, um, you know, you lost an innocent to the bad guy. Mm. But, like, in this case, like, this was such an innocent, like, it was a boy. It was somebody that he, like, connected with. It was a kid. I think there's gonna be, like, some built up, you know, as he's struggling to mm. kind of find his identity as Batman, I think there's definitely gonna be a conflict of, um, you know, morals versus revenge. And I think we're gonna see that with him next week. I look forward to that. Do you think Barbara can push out of Raja Ghoul's grasp? And if so, who does she partner up with? I hope she does. I don't know if I have much faith that she will anytime soon. Mm. I feel like she needs him because she doesn't really know. I think we, she kind of touched on that in the past couple of episodes where she kind of expressed very, very lightly that she kind of wasn't sure of who she was anymore now that she was reborn or brought mm. back to life. I don't know how we would if, coin that. If Gordon and Sophia stay together for more than the three episodes I previously predicted... How does their relationship work as she begins to build her empire? I don't think they're going to stay together. I think she's going to eventually get what she needs. Mm. And then she's going to be like, ha, gotcha. And Mm. then he's going to be like, but I liked you. I'm still convinced Sophia dies at the end of this season. Or before, like a little bit before. Carmine has to come back, is my thought process. Really? I thought he was like done done. That's what he says. He says he's not doing well. Um... I think Carmine's a tough old bird. Maybe he can hook up with Raj, and Raj can like be like, okay, let's kill you so that we can bring you back to life bigger and badder. I have a feeling she'll reach beyond her grasp, yeah. wind up being gravely injured or killed, and Carmine will have to come back to avenge his only child, and he'll wind up being running Gotham again and will be full circle. What if he gets healthy again, and then he decides that Gotham is his, so he comes and he kills her? Whoa. Whoa. That would be crazy. I can't see Carmine killing his last child. I think but, that would be f- fun. I mean, it would definitely be fun to see that story work itself out. Like, how do you piss off your dad so much that he kills his last remaining relative, essentially? Uh, and she seems capable of it. Like, I feel deep within her a lot of evil that I'm looking yes. forward to seeing I'm that come you, out. I'm telling you, she's a sociopath. She's not... I don't trust her. Uh, Benjamin Slates. I don't think Carmine is sick. I, I'm right. I'm with you. I don't think he's sick. I think he's faking it. He's totally faking it, and he has a bigger plot up his sleeve. Zisa Boo was guessing who is behind the booth. It's actually Anthony. We love him. He's our engineer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like that you guys. 
is Anthony having like a whole conversation with the guys in the chat? For those of you who don't listen or watch live, consider it because our chat is hilarious. I love these guys. I chime in here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you scroll up just to Young and Savage's comment? Something about Grundy? Grundy is coming. Grundy is coming. I was happy Nigma didn't get frozen, frozen again. again. Yeah. Grundy is coming. Young, explain yourself. Solomon Grundy, right? Well, yeah, but Solomon like, why? Grundy? Why do we think why? he's coming? Yeah. I mean, we're definitely talking about uh, a lot of people uh, have come back from the dead. Mm-hmm. So Grundy makes sense. A lot of I people, like Solomon everybody Grundy. that's dying, has come yeah, back. Definitely. Uh, I'm curious to see why you think that he's coming back now. Uh, but cool. Yeah, d- continue that conversation in the chat below. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. This has been like a really fun conversation. Is there mm-hmm. anything? Uh, that you didn't think we touched on, that you wanted to say, predict for next week? I missed Ivy. Gosh, I miss Ivy. Randy, random, but I missed Ivy. Uh, I would like a kid's episode. Like, I want an overgrown Ivy who's still, you know, like, with a mind of 13-year-old and, like, Catwoman, like, slowly coming into her own and Bruce having to team up with them. Like, I want the kids, oh. I want the kids to have, like, a mini-adventure episode because I think that would be fun. That would be fun. And then I would like Fox or the CW to make Gotham Central a TV show because it's the best comic <laughs> book. Um, and I love boarding school shows. And Batman would be there. What? Damian Wayne in a school uniform. We all want it. Um, yeah. Until next week, Zach, where can the folks find you? You guys can find me at Just Plain Zach, Z-A-C-K. Go follow me and let's tweet about this episode. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Ziza B is saying that Butch is Grundy, which makes a whole bunch of sense to me. Fast, thank you. We're going to talk about that more next week because that is a really cool thing. Um, Until next week, you can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com. If you head over to my Instagram page now, that's Joelle underscore Monique, you can see all of the press conference from the (laughs) Thor Ragnarok uh, adventures. It was really cool. Uh, I got some exciting information from Tessa Thompson. Um, Of course, Chris Hemsworth was there looking sexy as hell. Um, So check that out. Taika Waititi, who's the director, if you don't know him, watch all of his movies and then go see this one. I can't say anything about it yet, but wow. Um, Thank you for joining us, guys. We will see you next week right back here. Gotham on AfterBuzz. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.